0: So, Peter, thanks so much for giving up your time to speak to us. I, I remember we, we first met um, a few years ago at the Football Consent Awards um, and I remember chatting to you and you were telling me about Worthing FC and I was sort of a little bit blase, a little bit like, oh, who's Worthing FC? And and kind of went away and we, we'd had a really good night and I, and I kind of ended up following you on Twitter and, and and you followed me back and stuff like that. And I've always kept an eye on Worthing uh, for many years since that, that night. Never thought for one minute I paths would ever cross and in fact the only way I thought our paths would cross is if Worthing came up this season I was going to get in touch to see if you wanted to come and do some kind of joint commentary next season um, but obviously our paths have, have crossed sooner than that because York City have now appointed your manager as uh, as our new manager so, so first of all it's been a, a whirlwind few days for us, quite exciting for us, I imagine it's been the total opposite for yourself so just talk us through your kind of emotions over the last 24 hours
1: yeah I think it sort of came to a head on Monday night really um started going in in, in like the chat group saying uh I had a was like one to eight favorite for the York job and I was like nah can't be can't be <laughs> you know <laughs> um and then the betting was suspended I and mean, we're like oh yeah there's more to this than, than meets the eye and obviously because negotiations are going on. No one can really say too much about it, to be honest. So obviously, couldn't get anything from the club, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so, yeah, so I'm I'm asking the club at the moment if I can pay for some therapy for me. Uh, it's been a bit tumultuous. <laughs>
0: and, and has he been linked with, with other teams before then? Uh, or was this totally out of the blue?
1: No, as far as I know, he's been, been linked with Aldershot, Notts County, um, so, yeah, I think, I think, I think just the, the way he is as a manager, you know, he's, he's a, he's a born winner, um, which is something that the York fans will probably like to hear. Hates losing, doesn't like losing football matches. Um, I can tell you that first-hand experience doing post-match interviews with him, et cetera. Uh, yeah, he doesn't like losing. So, yeah, it'd be, uh, it'd be interesting for you. It'd be really good.
0: Yeah, we're used to losing quite a lot, so <laughs> so hopefully that that won't be the case going forward. I mean, just just tell us what what Adam has actually done for Worthing FC because obviously we've we've heard you know about the promotions and and the kind of um, free scoring and the attacking kind of philosophy that he's got, and it, and it sounds almost a little bit like the a little bit like a non league Kevin Keegan, almost uh, you know happy to to. You know, for the opposition to score three, as long as you score four, sort of thing. But in your sort of terms, what what, what has he done for Werbin FC? Um,
1: it he's really elevated us as a club because obviously, twenty sort of fifteen, uh, the club was nearly out of business. Um, so obviously, that was those were difficult times. And and just after it was taken over, he was in briefly, and then and then left, uh, went to Hastings down the road, and somewhere else that I can't recall. Um, and then Gary Alphick, uh, took over as manager, uh, John Meaney Um, and he got us promoted into the in Premier. Um, then Adam came back and it took him a few years, but obviously because of Covid, we were top of the table twice. Um, and we got stopped. So yes, it we got promoted eventually as champions. Uh, at the third time of asking really, having been top the, the two seasons before that. So. You know, we 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 could definitely, if it were for COVID, I think be a national league team there ourselves.
0: Yeah, and and it's interesting. I was listening to um one of your podcasts earlier, the, the Premier Non League podcast, and and I, and I think you were sort of saying on one of them that that really the the sky's the sort of limit for Wethering FC, even though they're quite a small club. Mm. Maybe a few years ago, reaching the Conference South would would have been. A massive achievement and kind of almost like a glass ceiling, but but now it's sort of like actual fact. We've been in the conference south. It's it's we've taken yeah. that by storm and, and we're ready to push on again. So it, it just shows how how the sort of culture of your club has changed over over a short space of time, really.
1: Yeah, I think it's 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 all come since uh, George Dell came in. Um and like I say, the new ownership and he's got a a, a great staff there. The chairman Barry Hunt is fantastic uh, got a good director of football. E- everyone's going the same way. There's no disharmony. There's no because uh, I'm on the support association committee as well, um, and they uh, someone from the club will come in for the first fifteen minutes, and uh, we uh, we can ask them anything we want. You know, there's, there's, there's no secrets there. Um, obviously, sometimes they come in to us and say this is happening, but don't say anything to anyone else, etc. The usual. Um, but it 's just really ran well run, and you know we 've got this self sustainability model now where if we haven 't got it we don 't spend it yeah. um and the gates have increased uh we 've obviously had we had the crowdfund uh during covid and uh made the ground better we 've got a new stand going in at the moment um there 's plans for another new stand um so so yeah we 're growing we 're evolving as a club, and like i say um yeah. Why?
0: Why not lead football for tiny little Worthy? Yeah, yeah. Why, why not? Um, what, what sort of man is Adam like? You, you've obviously, you know, you do the local commentary like I do for York City, and, and you know, you'll you'll across paths with him, will not you, numerous times? What What sort of person is, is he like? You know, he comes across like a bit of a family man as well, from what I've yeah. read.
1: Yeah, de- de- definitely a family man. Um, is it four or five he's got? I think it's five children in the sky. <laughs> didn't have a television back in the day. Um, but, yeah, he's definitely a family man. Uh, like like I said earlier, he's, he's a born winner. He's not losing football matches. Um, you know, I had the privilege of doing these post-match interviews for a season uh, until somebody else took that role over. Um, but even now, after a game, I'll, I'll run down to the pitch of a mic in his face and he'll he'll... Give me a quick 30 seconds, 60 seconds before he goes in the dressing room uh, and give me his views of the game. So, you know, he's approachable. You can talk to him. Um, but like I say, first of, first and foremost, he wants to win football matches. And if you've got any players that don't pull their weight, he will let them know and they won't last long, if I can assure you of that. We've seen it all over Players have come and not fitted the ethos of the club and, and they're gone.
0: Yeah, and sort of tactically, what 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 sort of formations does he like to play? Is he got a set system? Is he is he kind of someone who has he, numerous plans for for a game of football and can and can change? Yeah, he'll he'll change it. Um, generally it's a four, three, 3
1: Um, so, but a lot a lot of the time we because we've got a great right back at Werving, Um, when we got the ball, we'll, we'll go to a three at the back. Um, and then we'll have a you know a bombing winger overlapping with the winger. Um, yeah, so it's 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 open, it's expansive. Uh, Adam is a great studier of the game. I've seen him on the coach numerous times, reading books on all the great managers that you probably sit there and mention. He's read all their books and everything else. He he really does study the game. Yeah, you know you'll sit there on the coach and he'll be making his notes for the match. He'll be planning everything. He's he's meticulous like that. You know, a real, really takes the job seriously and ultimate professional, really.
0: Yeah, and and just tell us a little bit about the coaching staff that are coming with him as well. So, how how important are they, or have they been in in the sort of success of Worthing? And what what can you sort of tell us about it? It's obviously important to, to Adam with him bringing them with him.
1: Yeah, obviously, as I said, Gary Alfick took over the Worthing job after Adam left the first time um, and led us to promotion, and. He came back at the beginning of this season as the defensive coach. So my standing joke with him is, "When are we going to get a clean sheet, Gary?" But <laughs> <laughs> uh, he won't forgive me for saying that. Um, but yeah, yeah, Gary's a nice lad. Again, is is approachable. Um, definitely good in the dressing room, things like that, and you know, just motivating players, just all round. Uh, Cam, Cam Morrison, quite a quiet chap. You know, uh, yeah, sort of com- comes across as quite a shy lad, um, but again, knows his stuff. He's worked at Brighton and Hove Albion, um, so he will, you know, he's got a, a fountain and knowledge. And Adam's had him by his side for as far as I can remember, because um, I, I know that Cam did leave at one point, and you know, I think it was very brief because Adam got him back within no time. Uh, so I think Adam hides him in very high regard. And Gary as well.
0: Yeah. He's he, he quite surprised that, that he has come to York. I mean, you mentioned earlier some of the clubs he was linked with. They're quite local to where you are at. Right? or a little bit closer. I mean, York's a, a fair old trekking it to Worthing. To and I think that was one of the things when we met at the Content Awards, I was almost like, where is Worthing? <laughs> We're <laughs> trying to work out the distance. And it was a, it was a fair old distance.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a fair old trek. Yeah, it took me by absolute... You could have blown me over with a feather, to be honest. Um, I thought, the last place on earth. to be honest. No offence to you all. One second. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, we, we thought, oh, it would be a club down here. You know, your South Ends, your Colchester's, your Gillingham's, uh, your
0: Crawley's, something
1: like that. But, no, totally out of left field the one.
0: Yeah. And still yeah. in shock. <laughs> yes, I, I, I can see. And and just, this might be a sore subject, but I've seen some some... York fans obviously immediately have, have started looking at Worthing and and their best players and stuff like that. And Ollie Pierce, I believe, is out of contract. In the summer, do you expect some of the players to naturally follow him, or, or do you do you think are you hoping that, that kind of Adam Adam Sauce's players a little bit closer to York? Yeah, I
1: I think to be honest, I think I was, I was saying in the one of our chat groups last night that you know if from the players who were down there. Are you going to leave all your family and friends, your your whole life down in the south to to move up to York where you know no one, yeah? Um, apart from the gaffer and you know the, the coaches. Um, no, I I I, w- I wouldn't think so. If if there's anyone who might give it a go, it's um it's Danny Cashman, who joined us this summer after he, he was at Coventry City, and he got sent out to on loan to so I think it was Rochdale. Um, so he, he's traveled a bit, but he's out of love with football right. at that time. He's come back to Worthing to try and you know reinvigorate that love of the game. Yeah. Um, so but he's he's the only one that I would think of. Uh, as as for Oli Pierce, our top golf story, you can keep your hands off him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I imagine as well, you know, Werving a part time out, I think, I think Adam. Hinschelwood was full time, wasn't he? And and he was working full time at the club but with part time players. So maybe again, these part time players, it would be a huge risk, wouldn't it, to come for a full time contract, the other side of the country for maybe a one or two year contract. So so maybe
1: Yeah, I think that's the thing with non league, isn't it? You know, the contracts are quite short a season, yeah. season. it's like Ali Pierce has always had sort of one year contracts since he joined us and bondless so yeah, it's it's always been the same, and it, it is is happy here as far as I'm aware. Um, can't see wanting to move up to York.
0: No, okay, <laughs> I won't mention him <laughs> again. Uh, how, how do you expect Adam to do at York? I mean, with with all due respect, it's a much bigger club in terms of fan base. You know, we get sort of four and a half thousand, um, on average this season. We have, we haven't really, we've only won three home games all year. Full-time players as well, probably a more competitive level as well than the the National League South. How how are you expecting him to do at York?
1: I think he'll do well. I think he's always been keen to get his um his hands on the club where he can he can work with the players day in day out, get his philosophy across to them that drove them as players. He's a great coach. Like I say, he's he's he really is a good coach. I've watched unseen training sessions. Uh, gets his Message across takes players to the side, has a chat with her, and you know, really. And I, and I think, like you say, he was, it was full, sort of full time at Worthing because obviously you've got the academy team, which he's bought on. You know, I presume you've got an academy there. Yeah. Yeah. I, he, he'll definitely be keeping his, his eye on the academy, uh, for youngsters coming through. Um, he's brought so many youngsters through at Worthing, like Jasper Pattendon's at Wickham now, uh, Finn Stevens uh he was released from Brighton and he's now he was at Brentford, he went to Cardiff I know. He's moved somewhere else now, but but he's still in, in professional football. Uh Kwame Poku who plays for Gillingham. So Ricky Aguirre, who went to Swindon. Um yeah, he brings he'll he'll bring players through and and they go on to good things. And I've he will I have no doubt keep that same philosophy at York City, and I think it's only good for yourselves, to be honest.
0: Yeah, so so the sort of Worthing going forward, then what what's been the aftermath? Have they managed to pick up the pieces, and who's who's steering them forward? Right, basically, um, our club captain, uh, who got
1: injured earlier in the season, is uh, knocking on there. You'll hate me for saying that, uh, but, <laughs> but he called his retirement, um, so. Basically, he's he's decided, been asked to take over the, the reigns sorry, to the end of the season, along with Darren Bird, who's another ex-player, and Dean Hammond, who uh, has played professionally for Brighton. So yeah, I, yeah um, I remember him, yeah. Yeah, so he, he, he'll he be one of the backstreet staff as well. So uh, it's an interim appointment to the end of the season. Uh, again, I was saying in one of our chats earlier, there's... Everyone saying who's going to be coming in in the summer. I'm like, well, we're in a playoff place at the moment. Let's just see how these three guys do as the backroom staff. And if we don't need to change it and have any upheaval in the summer, then just keep it as it is.
0: Yeah,
1: we're a steady ship at worthy. Yeah, we don't Sounds like, we don't like too, Yeah, we don't like too much. Uh, you know, everything being totally changed. Um. So yeah, I think if Alan was seen, can do the job. Um. Then. I think he's reason why he can't keep it.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think Aaron Racine played for York for a little bit at one point. Is he ex-Torquay and Forest Green Rovers? Forest Green, Forest Green, yeah, Green. Oh, yeah, Green, yeah. yeah. same yeah. player, yeah, yeah. He was good, good for York. Um, so the, the the dream really for for us is for York City to stay up. The dream for you is for Worthing to go up. So next season, the dream could be on for us to still do a joint commentary. W- what sort of reception would Adam get going back to Worthing?
1: Oh, he's a legend. Everyone holds him in the highest esteem and that will that will not change. There might be some banter if he came here. but <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we're, you know, managing another team. But that would be all he has. He's, he's very well respected and loved by all the fans, what he's done for the club. And I can't think, thank him enough personally what he's done for me. You know, I've got to know him over the last sort of seven, eight years. And yeah, it's been fantastic.
0: Yeah. Well, he's, he sounds like a great appointment for us not so great yeah. news for you but like I say hopefully um, we both get we, what we want us to stay up you to go up and uh, yeah hopefully we, we can maybe be on each other's podcast next season previewing the, the two fixtures
1: yeah yeah like I say you've listened to the Premier Non-League podcast maybe you should come on as a guest one day definitely in a, in a few months when uh, Adam's settled in and that's snow he's getting on sounds perfect I'll hold you to that
0: thanks, thanks again okay. for your time
1: no worries mate good to speak to you
0: cheers Take- <audio>